guys, we're in the middle of a pandemic and these are trying times. It's hard on our mental health, our mental state. And this is why I love our sponsor today, BetterHelp. They're the largest online counseling platform worldwide. They change the way people get help with facing life's challenges by providing convenient, discreet, affordable access to licensed therapists. BetterHelp makes professional counseling available anytime, anywhere, through a computer, tablet, or smartphone. It's brilliant. Sign up today. Go to betterhelp.com backslash solving healthcare and get 10% off sign up fees. Welcome to Solving Healthcare. I'm Kwadru Karamante. I'm an ICU and palliative care physician here in Ottawa and the founder of Resource Optimization Network. We are on a mission to transform healthcare in Canada. I'm going to talk with physicians, nurses, administrators, patients, and their families because inefficiencies, overwork, and overcrowding affects us all. I believe it's time for a better healthcare system that's more cost-effective, dignified, and just for everyone involved. Quadcast Nation. I am super excited because we got young innovators in the mix. I'm talking crew from Focal, Ottawa, that as you heard me in the preview, I'm talking about people that are changing the boogie, taking our really tough circumstances with COVID and trying to try and get some sunshine in some people's lives. These are what their kids are doing today, yo. And these are the kids on the show. So, Sumaya, Mansi, Alice, and Steve, welcome to the podcast. Great to be here. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh man, if I could be, I hope, like, I hope you could feel how much I'm going because I'm so, I've been so excited about this. So I'm, I'm going to start with Steve. What? How did this all come about? You, you know, you've been with Kiwanis for 30 years. We're in this pandemic. Who you've been working with? You know, um, these kids. How did this all come about? As far as you're concerned. Now, Dr. K, you've inspired me. I'm just on fire. The only thing that lights me more on fire is Focal Ottawa. So let me tell you about the history of Kiwanis, 103 years in Ottawa, the Kiwanis Club of Ottawa. So we're steeped in tradition and people wanting to do good. So you take the Kiwanis Club of Ottawa, and what do we do? We support youths. So we support the cadets, we support the music festival, and then we support an organization that is called the Key Club. And the Key Club is an international organization also led by students, and I'll let uh, Alice Monsi and Sumaya tell you more about that. We were in a pandemic, and I realized that we had great potential in the youth that we have mentored. So October 24th, it's 7.50 in the morning. There's nine youth, one baby boomer who is yours truly, and one zennial, a friend of mine who probably regrets being my friend because he's been <laughs> actively involved pro bono with Focal Ottawa. So there we are, brief introduction. And who do we have? Matt Mannion and Ariel Burns. They were one of the charities we were considering. They made a compelling ask and story. Probably not an ask, it was a story. I was touched because there was an immediacy and there was a sensitivity about what they're doing. 
when I say that, Dr. K, I was also touched by what you and your fellow doctor did to commemorate Dr. Hodder. Mm. I was at a dentist's office and I heard about Dr. Cotter. Hotter, I'm sorry, Hotter. So all of a sudden, that's emotion, right? But our nine students didn't really think about the emotion. They were listening and wanted to hear where their money would go. And they asked some really tough questions. And Matt didn't do too bad. Ariel did very well. So lo and behold, within three hours, we had two goals. One is to help the local economy and second to help the local cha local charity. Local economy, buy local. Local charity, bridges over barriers, a unanimous acceptance by all the youth. I don't think I voted. It wouldn't have counted. So they accepted it. And I'm very proud to say that when they do their presentations to businesses, they represent bridges over barriers very well. And I like to call it the full name, Bridges Over Barriers. So 77 days later, it is January 8th, and we present a check of $5,000 raised totally by youth for youth. At this point in time, I will leave it to the people who really make it happen. And once again, I thank you for what you do in your medical profession and also for commemorating your colleague. Steve, this is one of the kindest words I've heard in a long time, and I really, really appreciate that. And I just want to, before we, before I forget, just commend you for being such a leader amongst leaders. You know what I mean? Because everyone on this call right now, on this podcast, are current or future leaders. And uh, this is why I'm so excited about the future. Um, maybe I'll start with Sumaya. Like, what, when you saw us, when you saw the, the presentation with Bridges Over Barriers to try and support other youth, what was going through your head? What, what made you tell yourself, this is, this is an organization that we're going to want to support? We had a lot of questions, as Steve said, regarding where does the money go? What are examples of what, how do they help us? Of course, we are all OCDSB students, so we were very interested in how they were going about keeping, like, again, the dignity of the individual and, again, being very fast with their, um, and the timeliness of their um, work. So we were very inspired by that, and we were happy that somebody out there thought about us students in need. Um, and again, very, very inspiring presentation. I was really happy to have that as our chosen chair. Oh, I really appreciate that, uh, Samaya. Um, maybe here's a question for Alice. So tell me, so how, how does it look like? How does it work? Let's explain to everybody how Focal Ottawa works. So how did you raise, for example, that $5,000 that, by the way, is going to help kids that are in need, help families that are in need in such a crazy time during a pandemic. So, you know, I do need to say that the generosity is so important and it means a lot to us. But how were you able to manifest this? Yeah, so this might sound a little um, against logic per se, but um, what we do as a team is 
we're, we're trying to reach out to many local business owners, many Ottawa uh, business owners to ask for uh, a sponsorship. And a lot of people, when they hear this, it might be, they might be wondering, well, why are we asking businesses for essentially money during one of their probably most challenging times? And our intention was really to use this scholarship, uh, the sponsorship that we could, uh, if we managed to successfully solicit and donate it 100% to Bridges Over Barriers. And as Sumaya uh, mentioned, um, the presentation at that 7 a.m. morning meeting really changed the focus and it really defined what Focal Ottawa became today because uh, at least for me, what really got me interested in supporting Bridges Over Barriers and all those uh, OCDSB students who are just like ourselves and who uh, should all have the access to basic you know, health, physical supports and whatnot. Uh, what really got me was their focus on uh, supporting like the mental health of uh, the students as well. I know oftentimes, um, when students might have like a physical injury, of course, it would, they would require the funds to you know, receive a checkup and whatnot. But I think the emphasis on mental health was really what got me really inspired to keep going to this day. Because uh, now more than ever, I think we're all uh, realizing the importance of mental health because ultimately everyone has a mental health. It could be good or bad on a given day. And I think this emphasis is something that is universal, no matter if you're a student or an adult. Uh, I just think supporting and focusing a little bit more on our mental health uh, while trying to promote local businesses at the same time is just uh, what's only on Focal Ottawa. <laughs> Alice, that was very well put. And I, I like what you're saying too. And I mean, I have a soft spot for the mental health aspect of things because uh, my wife is a psychologist and you, you hear about how, ma how many people, not, not only adults, but kids are struggling right now. And, you know, especially you guys, Aren't, it's, it's not like it was pre-COVID with, you know, with, when it comes to school and doing a lot of virtual learning and having a lot of those resources where you get to connect and, and be kids. And so I, I can't agree with you more, Alice, and, and thank you for the work that you're doing. Nancy, I, I, I want to I ask you, so like what... Like, what do you say to these businesses? And the reason why I, I, I want to emphasize this is because you guys are doing this here, but that kind of innovative thinking and that creative thinking, I think, should be amplified. If you, got a, if you guys have a strategy that could help local businesses, not only in Ottawa, but some, some of the, uh, you know, high school organizations are thinking, hey, we could support not only business, but also our community. Maybe we'll do exactly what Focal Ottawa is doing. So what kind of strategies did you have to do to engage business? Was it email? Did you, there's a lot of Zoom calls. Like how did you guys make this happen? Yeah, I think the concept of Focal Ottawa was just so appealing because it was so dynamic, right? You're mixing in multiple different factors that are coming together to provide the synergy to the community that is so beneficial. So yeah, excuse me, hopefully if people are watching what we're doing and they're getting inspired, that's great, right? The effect can be doubled, tripled by just a few other people, you know, pouring their time into this. Um, but going about it, and I think it can expand all the way back, um, Kiwanis Club of Ottawa hosts a bed race, um, a truly inspiring event, and Steve has a really large hand in that. I had the pleasure of working with Steve um, just last year um, before COVID for the bed race, and um, Together, he taught me and together we taught a few other key clubbers on how to approach businesses and asking for sponsorship, which would go to charity. So 
um, using those skills. And, you know, Alice and Sumaya have incredible skill sets um, approaching these businesses at a time where they're struggling as they are and saying, hi, um, we'd like a portion of money that will go to charity, but we know how important this is to you because this could be a decision that could impact how you do in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, it required a lot of, I'd say understanding from business to business. They're in the same situation, but individually they're facing different things. So understanding them, understanding how we can help them in the way that also helps the community was a very interesting challenge that I think we all learned something from and we're continuing to learn as we talk to more businesses. Um, But yeah, we approach one business, see how we do, right? We had a few people that were like, maybe not now, maybe later. So Mm -hmm. keeping on to that, right? And then continuing it despite what we're learning throughout the process. So I think one of the easiest things, like if, if someone asks, what did you learn? is how to be understanding and then using that understanding to help growth, especially in the, in the pandemic. Absolutely. Listening, listening to what their needs are and concerns are. I mean, this is a lesson. I mean, you guys seem to be going into leadership and entrepreneurial uh, lifestyles, but even in my line of work, it's the exact same. You know, you need to listen, you need to hear what their concerns are so you could, reach out to them and, and talk to them in their language and be able to achieve their goals. And so what you're saying, Manti, is on fire. It's truth bombs all over the place. Maybe, uh, Sumaya, I'll ask you this uh, question specific. Like, whether you can give, you don't have to necessarily give an example, the exact business, but just an example of what a business would donate and then what they received on the other side. You know what I mean? Just to really emphasize for the people that are listening, what, what beautiful creations and, and uh, symbiotic relationships you were able to create. So essentially following what Monsi has said, we, we asked them for um, a cash donation first, but also we asked them to give us a percentage of sales. And that ends up being um, donated to, of course, net proceeds all to Bridges Over Barriers. Um, and that's how we really get the uh, charity, the money. Um, but basically what we do is we approach businesses, we understand their situations, we try to find out what we can do for them to help. So essentially we would just try to help them through our advertising um, campaigns as well as our social media, um, as well as our website. So we offer them product uh, publicity as well as just publicity for their store in general. So we refer people through our social media to our website to make them um, see what businesses have to offer. But even if they don't go out in a pandemic, you can still support businesses by going through our website and seeing the businesses we have, businesses that have potential and can have things that you really want. You just didn't know that they were there. So we're trying to give businesses an opportunity and sort of like a marketing opportunity to for people, Ottawans, to realize that Ottawa has a ton to offer um, and a ton of unique, amazing products um, that suit lots of people and different kinds of um, unique products. Yes, creating win-wins all over the place, crew. This is what I'm talking about. I love it. I love it. I am so, I I keep saying it, but I'm really proud of these guys. I'm proud of you guys for thinking outside the box, which I feel like we don't do enough. Um, 
but thinking outside the box to be able to achieve those win-wins. Congratulations, you guys, on such an incredible achievement. Bridges, thanks you. Focal or um, local businesses, thank you. And uh, I just want everyone to realize that they have it in them. What you guys done to be able to be able to think creatively and make some, I call it magic, yo. I call it, I saw magic happen. You guys should be ultra proud of you, proud of yourselves. So guys, thank you for, for agreeing to do this. I really appreciate you guys taking the time. And um, you guys are welcome anytime you want on the podcast for real. You guys are like alum now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Thanks again, guys. And before I forget, before I forget, Alice, can you tell people where they can find more, find out more information? Yeah, for sure. So um, if you guys don't already uh, follow us on our social media accounts, we would really appreciate if you could check out our uh, local Ottawa page on Instagram, on LinkedIn, as well as Facebook. And remember, whenever you visit our website and you've come across an item that you might like and you purchase that item through our website, you would be supporting not only uh, a local business, but also supporting students across Ottawa and in Ontario who might need uh, any form of support. Well put, Alice. Thank you guys for doing this. And like I said, you guys are welcome back at any time. You guys are Quadcast alum now, representing. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you.